Well, good Saturday evening, everybody, and welcome to the Flint Metro League Championship three-point podcast in conjunction with Sportsnet Michigan. Are excited to bring you this exciting, it's exciting all the way around matchup tonight. The Stars Division champion and Division Five number three ranked Brenna Cavaliers will battle the Stripes champion and number eight in Division Three, the Fenton Tigers. I'm Ted Patel with Casey Smith. You're looking in live from Nickanee Stadium in Corona, Michigan. We have a very special simulcast tonight on the NFHS Network and Three Point Podcast Facebook Live radio site. The kickoff and start of tonight's game is coming up. So here's Casey with our starting lineup of partners. Well, thank you, Ted, and we are very excited to get this one started. Like you said, it's a simulcast of epic proportions. I'm looking at a mixer board that you MacGyvered up, and we are excited to get this one going. But none of this would be possible without our awesome sponsors, and that's Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center. AZ Branding Solutions, Jacobs Insurance Agency, Corey Shook and Associates Real Estate Services, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Success Group Mortgage and Servicing, ALS Association of Michigan, Z92.5 The Castle, Three Point Podcast, the MHSAA, and NFHS Network. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we had a lot of rain the last couple days, but uh, it looks like it's going to hold off. It's overcast, it's football weather with crispness in the air, and uh, we should see ourselves a heck of a football game here, Casey. You know, Corona hasn't been challenged at all all year long, so I think they're definitely going to get a test tonight from this uh, state-ranked Fenton Tiger squad. Absolutely, you mentioned it. Every single game that the Cavaliers have played have been a running clock, and that was against, including a game against Goodrich that many people had labeled kind of one of the biggest games in the state, and now here they are in week eight playing probably the biggest game in the state. I think, am I correct, and this is the only game happening at night right now? As far as I know, it is, definitely, yeah. So we'll see how this one goes, and like, if you're the Cavaliers, you really haven't had to play a full game. Every one of your games has ended at either halftime or the third quarter. We know last week against Clio, their starters only played a couple possessions. So it will be interesting to see, you know, if this is a full full four-quarter game, rather, you know, anything can happen. Well, let's get a little deeper into what we're going to be expecting here tonight. Corona, as I mentioned, number three in Division 5, 7-0 on the season, 5-0 in the FNL Stars Division. Cavs started off the year with a weird schedule, five straight road wins to start this season, running clock as we've talked about all seven games. Their head coach, Steve Herrick, now in his 11th season, his first five years took place in 2000 to 2004 where he compiled a 28-20 and 20 record. He stepped away from coaching due to some family commitments, but came back a couple years ago, coached his son, he was a senior at the time, Jaden Herrick, and uh, The Bauer boys in this senior class were sophomores, and he's compiled since he came back a 50 and 28, actually a 22 and 8 record overall, 50 and 28, 64% win percentage. Pretty good for the coach. Yeah, you really can't tell the last 20 years of current football without talking a lot about Steve Herrick. A couple different stints as a head coach, and he just has a kind of a history of winning with this team that that uh, current Cavaliers are proud to have him back as their head coach for this year. Well, he's going up against a sage veteran, Jeff Setsky. His coaching record, 197 and 90. That's 69%. His first head coaching staff was at Burton Bendel. Uh, he has his Fenton Tigers flying high right now. Their only loss uh, was, uh, who did they lose to here this season? I guess I have it here. The loss was to Hazlitt in week two. 41 to 25, but they've run the table since then. Uh, he played at Montrose, graduated in 1982, helped the Rams to their first ever playoff performance where they lost to North Muskegon. In those days, the playoffs 
for a much, much smaller field. And uh, kind of an interesting tidbit fact here, I happen to be lucky enough to be in the record books with uh, interceptions, 15 overall, 13 in one season. And Coach Nesky, he's got to beat career-wise, 15 career pass picks. And he has the school record in that and in one season, eight in the 81 season. So a man after my heart right there, Casey. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if there's any, uh, if you have a conversation after the game, if you bring that up with him. I was going to do it pre-game, but I thought I better make sure our equipment's all working well. Let's have a little further pre-game and the playing of our national anthem, but let's listen to a few spots here from our great three-point podcast partners. Check out the Memorial Healthcare's Wellness Center in the new building on campus at Memorial Healthcare. Memorial Healthcare's Wellness Center includes locker rooms, private showers, steam rooms, a sauna, a lap pool, and more, including even a racetrack for walking and running with views of the entire Memorial campus and surrounding area. Get a jump on your fitness goals with the limited offer winter membership sale, up to 15% off your membership when paid in full. Memorial Healthcare strives to bring health care and wellness together, servicing patient needs from diagnosis to treatment to rehab and beyond. For more details, go online at www.memorialhealthcare.org or call 989-720-CARE. That's 989-720-2273. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is a mortgage and land contract services group. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is focused on your success. The home financing team has over 25 years of experience and origination of all types of loans. You're not lost in the crowd like working with a mega-sized bank. For more info, go to the website at successgroupmortgage.com. That's successgroupmortgage.com. I'm Ted Patel with Casey Smith. We're doing a simulcast tonight on the NFHS video network, and also we are on Facebook Live. If you uh, wanted to check that out, if you're checking that out, definitely send your comments along. Tell us where you're listening in from. In fact, we got a listener in from Greece tonight, Gordon Caverly, who happens to be the Bower Boys' grandpa. He's in Greece uh, vacationing, and hopefully he's still awake. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. It's Greece time right now. If there's one game you're going to wake up at 2 a.m. for, it's probably going to be the Flint Metro League Championship. With your grandsons playing, for sure. Uh, What a great setting here, though, the beautiful Mykonese athletic field. uh, They're getting ready for the national anthem. The Cavaliers wearing the all-blacks, which I happen to like as their home uniforms, and Fenton wearing the all-whites trimmed in orange. They have the orange helmet. We have the Corona Cavalier VFW post coming out right now to present the colors. And we're going to get this thing underway just shortly here. We'll have the tail of the tape, tell you about some of the statistical leaders for both these teams coming up. And uh, what we'll do right now is we'll let you listen to the Cavalier band, headed up by Craig Lufton. We'll let you listen to the national anthem, and then we'll be back with some football action. The privilege of this game was made possible by those who have fought and continue to fight for freedoms we enjoy. Let us now honor and respect their efforts in our country. Look to the south end of the field, everyone able, please stand, place your hand over your heart. Civilian gentlemen, please remove your hat. Active and retired military, we encourage you to render the appropriate salute. Tonight, our nation's colors will be presented by Corona VFW Post 4005. The Marching Cavaliers present the National Anthem under the direction of Mr. Craig Luff.
Son of a band of gold, and before we get this one rolling, just a few uh, stats in our tail of the tape. In passing for the Cavaliers, Wyatt Bauer now 1,345 yards in the air, 60 of 76, 79% passing percentage, 16 touchdowns this year against only one interception. Overall, 35 touchdown passes in his career. Rushing Wyatt picked up another 12 touchdowns on just under 700 yards rushing. His brother, Tarek Bauer, 24 catches, 722 yards, 10 touchdowns on defense. Jaden Eddington leading the way with 55 tackles, 7 tackles for loss, and a couple of picks. Uh, Dane Zeman also has a solid hitting in his culture. 51 tackles, 1 sack, and 2 TFLs. Safety Wyatt Bauer had 27 tackles coming in with 2 for losses, and they have a great kicking game with Braden Anderjack. Only missed two extra points all year long with a little over uh, 45 attempts. Just an amazing job there. For Benton, their passer, their quarterback, and he has some solid numbers himself. 1,202 yards passing for Noah Dotson. 69 out of 115 for 60%. 21 touchdown passes against only one interception. Rushing, he has five more TDs. Receiving, Christian Kilpatrick has 21 catches for just under 500 yards and 8 touchdowns. Nolan Alford has 11 catches, 5 more TDs. And on defense, Jahan Bond leads the way in the secondary with 5 interceptions. We're about ready to get this one their way. Fenton, they won the toss, elected to defer until the second half. So the Cavaliers will get the football and defend the goal to our left. That is the north end zone. Keegan McArdle will kick it off for Jeff Setsky's Fenton Tigers, and we're underway. Football here from Toronto, short towards the far sideline. Fielded there by the Cavaliers, Caden Cowdery, and he's run out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. So offensively for Corona, up front they'll have Austin Oginski, Alan Merva, A.J. Breger, and Evan Cody. Snapping the ball will be Brendan Yarmou. Quarterbacking will be Wyatt Bauer, number four, and behind him will be Lucas Curran. Dane Zeman will line up at the tight end position. Terry Bauer, Jaden Eddington, and Bryce Eddington, the other players for the Cavaliers. For Fenton up front, Chris Yawasik will be one defensive end along with Parker Munton. Alfred Boss and Chris Dobeck also inside. The four linebackers, Evan Crane, Braden Liebbart, Phil Lampton, Jake Nichols, and in that three-man secondary, Bond, Weddle, and Steves. And Ted, when you look at both of these lineups on offense and defense, just loaded with first and second team all-conference. So playmakers all over the field. Well, here's Jaden Eddington on the first call. Get a big hole. He has the 40. He has midfield. He has the 40-yard line of Fenton. Knocked down inside the 30-yard line. And just like that, the Cavaliers are rolling. And by the way, for our listeners out there and all throughout the Mid-Michigan area and throughout the world, you do have a couple of Cavaliers here in the box, and we'll try to keep it toned within reason. But uh, big run there by Jaden Eddington. Man, he just took that edge off the line immediately, and just what a nice play to open up the game here for the Cavaliers. Well, how about that block by A.J. Brieger and Evan Cody on that right side? A huge hole. Yeah, we mentioned it before on a couple broadcasts. Really, the unsung heroes of the Cavaliers have been their offensive and defensive line. Corona has the ball inside the 30-yard line of Fenton, going to our right. They'll send trips out to the far side of the field. Eddington to the right of Wyatt Bauer. Man comes in motion this way. They'll hand it off to Eddington straight up the middle, and he's running hard, gets close to the 25-yard line. Phil Lampka was there on the tackle. Also helping out was Braden Weisbart. One interesting fact that I found out that uh, the all-league first-teamers 
in the past, in the old days, you could be first team offense, defense, special teams, but they came up with a rule that if you're first team all leaguer, you only get one. So it spreads it out a little bit, I think. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good rule, giving each guy on each team, you know, their own due. Yeah, because when you have a dominant team, they, they, you know, they pack up the all leaguers. Doesn't leave much room for anybody else. Right. Here's Parker Isham on a sweep around the left end. Spins back inside. Going to be short of the first down. About the 20-yard line. Looked like Evan Crane and Chaz Weddle come up from the secondary there for the Fenton Tigers. Cooper Steves also in on that hit for FHS. Just underway here on the NFHS video network and Facebook live radio three-point podcast if you haven't followed us or if you want to pass on the word how people can listen in for free definitely follow us on three-point podcast third down and four Cavaliers big play for Wyatt Power he puts it in the midsection of the running back who has first down yardage and more gets around the right side big run that time number five for the Cavaliers Parker Isham again big hole opened up down low Four straight carries here for the Cavaliers, and as they get toward the red zone, this is Tarek Bauer territory. Well, we're seeing run a Cavalier football right now, as we've seen all season long. This is a very special team, and if they keep their heads on straight and stay healthy, this is a team that can go deep in the MHSAA playoffs. Running now, looking at first and 10 from the 11-yard line. Lucas Curran in the backfield. No, that was Eddington. Here's Wyatt Bauer. Tucks it under himself. Throws over a secondary man. Takes it into the end zone. And the Cavaliers draw first blood. An 11-yard run by the QB. Wyatt Bauer takes it into the end zone. What a great play fake there. All the linebackers focused in on Heisham after he had a couple nice runs. Wyatt Bauer able to take it himself and plow into the end zone for that 11-yard touchdown run. Cavaliers on the board first, and that's kind of been their MO all season. Healthy dose of the ground game there as they had a run of 36 six and run a 12 there just in those first couple runs 921 to go here in the first here's the PAT attempt by Andrew Jack it's up and it is good so the Cavaliers take an early seven nothing lead here on this Sportsnet Michigan radio network more live streaming of more games and more sports can be found on the MHSAA.tv website over 550 schools are now streaming every game at every level from their gym stadium, and other fields with Pixelot, the NFHS Network's automated production solution. To watch live high school action from all over the state and to learn more, visit the MHSAA.tv website. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's fun spot for the best in food, drink, and entertainment. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, and pizza along with homemade soups and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast, is located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. A pretty impressive little drive there, Casey. Yeah, right. Started at the 35, that play took five plays, all five of them runs, and ended with that nice Wyatt Bauer power run up the middle for 11 yards. So here's Andrew Jack, approach to the ball. Into the end zone, so on the touchback, it will be Fenton with the ball up front. They'll run first team all league tackle on the left side, Caden Long. On the other side, Chris Doback. Inside players, Cooper Peach, Carson Krizak will snap the ball, and Alfred Boss will be the right guard. 
Jahan Bond will be a wide receiver. Kristen Kilpatrick will be on the other side. In the backfield will be Ben Triola, Jake Nichols, and Nolan Alford. Noah Dotson, they're all everything quarterback. Well, we've got two of the better quarterbacks in our area going head-to-head tonight. Dotson with 21 touchdown passes on the season. We'll see if the Cavaliers secondary gets tested at all here tonight. They'll send some players over and shift over on the right side. Front of showing blitz. Bryce Eddington showing he wants to come up. Pass goes over on the right flat to Bond. He hauls it in. Cavaliers come over there with big pursuit. Gang tackled over on the far side of the field. Looks like Alan Mervin and Dane Zeman were there for Corona. Alan Mervin with three sacks on the season from his defensive line position. Was all league first team on the offensive side of the ball. 7 nothing for run. 8.47 to go here in the first quarter. Out of the shotgun, Noah Dotson. He's got a running back to his right, two wide outs each way. Here's the snap. He'll keep it himself on the quarterback keeper, trying to run between right guard and tackle. And there's that Cavalier defensive line again. Austin Oginski along with Evan Cody over there on that side of the field. This Cavalier defense is for real. Giving up only 5.4 points a game. They're in the top five in the state in that, correct? I know yeah. at one point they were like top three. Yeah. Yeah, they come into the game just clicking on all, asset, all facets, scoring 45 and a half points a game and giving up, like I said, five and a half. Third down now for Fenton and nine. Quarterback rolls to his left. Throws a pass out. Nicely done. Complete. The receiver is run out of bounds but has first down yardage. That was Ben Triola. Good hustle by the Cavaliers to bring him down, but a real nice play there called up by Jeff Sitsky there for the Fed Tigers. So they're going to go to the hurry up. No huddle. Just under eight minutes to go here in this first quarter. Seven zip Corona. Cavaliers took the opening kickoff four or five plays later. They were in the end zone on a Wyatt Bauer keeper. Here's play action. Quarterback keeps it himself around the left end, has some room. Gets across the 45, brought down at about the 48-yard line that time by Bryce Eddington. Great play fake there by Dodson. Faked the handoff to Triola in the backfield and had no one around him over that left side. That was a great job on the block by Kilpatrick as he was giving Bryce Eddington the business and was able to make a nice lane there for his quarterback. So right now, nothing but some confidence building here for the Fenton Tigers. They got the ball near midfield. This time the handoff goes to the running back. He breaks one tackle, two tackles, three tackles. That's Jake Nichols, finally brought down by Wyatt Bauer. And here we go. Up and down the field. Well... We knew this was going to be a good matchup. I mean, looking at it on paper, sometimes you never know. I mean, it was the same kind of feel when the Cavaliers took on Goodrich and Frona just dismantled the Martians, 35-7. to But here we go, Fenton, first and 10 in front territory. Dotson rolls to his right, has some time, throws it to the far sideline. Nice catch over there. Tarek Bauer knocks the ball, or the receiver, out of bounds, but that was Christian Kilpatrick with his 22nd catch of the season. Down 
Still fetting again to the hurry up. First and ten. They're ready to go before the chains are set. Noah Dotson out of the shotgun. Puts it in the midsection of his running back up the middle. The Cavaliers stiff in there right now. Evan Cody, the nose tackle, 265-pound junior, the first one there along with Alan Murba. So it'll be second down, about nine here for Fenton. 6.45 to go in the first quarter, seven to zip the Cavaliers. Wideouts, two wideouts each way. One comes in motion here, two players moving, but they'll get set. They have a running back on each side of the quarterback. Dotson, definitely a multifaceted offense here. Here's a rush, a pass is a pick and drop! Oh, Corona had a pick six there. Wyatt Bauer had the whole field in front of him. And boy, when he looks at the film on that one, that was all set up for him to take it about 70 yards to the south house. Oh, great job there. It looked like it was Breeder there on the pressure. Got to the quarterback immediately. I think Dodson was just trying to get rid of it, throw it out of bounds, and Wyatt Bauer came in, and man, yeah. Wish you could have that one back. Well, you got don't, that Don't right. need to say that, but. Well, he's, he's been putting pressure on that interception record. He had one right there. Got to catch the ball. Passing situation. Dotson back to throw. Throws one over on the far sideline. Is it caught? It's caught, but it looks like maybe a yard short of the first down at the 15-yard line. Fourth and a yard coming up here. That was a nice catch and throw. Dotson to Christian Kilpatrick. So they'll go for it here. Fourth and one. We're midway through the first quarter. 7-0 Corona. Cavaliers digging in on the turf. Here's the snap. The ball carrier gets it. Looks like he has maybe enough. I don't know. They can push there by that defensive line. Corona pushed him back, but I thought that initial surge got him just enough. We'll see what the referees say. They're down there a lot closer than me. They're going to clear out the team. They'll probably bring out the sticks. So while they do, take a listen to this from the MHSAA. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA Scholar-Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $2,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website, and the deadline to apply is December 7th. Don't miss out. Well, you hear the crowd. The Cavaliers stopped him. It was about two inches short, Casey. So the Cavaliers come up big defensively and get the ball back. Keep that in mind. At that point of the ball game, man. Early in the game, Fenton had some momentum driving against this bonded Cavalier defense. And the Cavs stop him just short on that fourth down dive play. And you know, a lot of times in that situation when a team gets a fourth down conversion down by the red zone, the very next play can be a touchdown because the defense can feel a little defeated. The opposite right there. Now, Corona, with all the momentum in the world after that nice fourth down stop, We'll see what they come out and do here in their second offensive possession. Well, I'll tell you what, wind is at Wyatt Bowers back, first and 10, ball at about the uh, 13. He's going to the air. He's going to have to scramble. He throws one up in the air toward Tarek, just a little too long. The wind caught that a little bit. Tarek with a little skinny post across the 50-yard line, and that shows you. You know, White has a great arm, but, man, the wind definitely helped that one by about 10 yards. And Tarek had a corner and a safety on him, and he still had about five yards of separation by the time he got 20 yards past the line of scrimmage. Just 
unbelievable speed for the Cavalier offense. Kind of scary, Steve Herrick, thinking like the old broadcaster here, going for it after that big stop. But uh, that's a good, good attempt there by Wyatt. Play comes in from the sideline. Bryce Eddington brings the play call in. So the Carrick Power lining up here to the right side of the field. That's the near side. Wide out on the other side. Wyatt Bauer at QB takes a snap. Little shuffle pass inside. Benton read it pretty well, but it was Bryce Eddington gaining a little extra yardage there, running hard. I, I tell you what, I was impressed with him last year, but man, he stepped up another notch this season. Just a fine ball player. Absolutely. He was the difference maker of that Goodrich game. Yeah. Front leads it 7-0 on 11-yard Wyatt Bauer run on the first series of plays. PAP was good by Andrew Jack. Cavalier defense stopped Fenton in the red zone. can't remember who, what broadcaster was calling it or what coach was calling it the gold zone. I think it was Minnesota Vikings coach, but yeah. here in front of that's appropriate. The gold zone. <laughs> yeah, the gold zone. Here's Wyatt Bauer back to throw. Play action. Has time. Sidearms it over here. He has a man. It's caught. Lucas Curran. It'll be a first down for the Golden Black. Real nice route running by these Cavaliers. I've noticed that this year, too. Wyatt, a little bit of a sidearm delivery, but put it right on the money. That'll move the sticks. Five, or 4.45 to go in the first quarter. 7-zip. Corona leaves it over Fenton. It's the Flint Metro League championship on the line and the stars division has really held up real well winning four of the five games last night against the bigger division the stripes Derek bauer lined up over here on the near side of the field in front of the cavalier bench he'll go in motion away from us they fake it to him wyatt keeps it himself up the middle oh he runs over the ref who gets credited for the tackle and then wyatt goes forward to about the 45 and i'll tell you what that's gonna leave a mark the referee gets up and slaps Wyatt on the behind, saying, sorry, man, I needed to get out of your way. But, man, he's like a streak of lightning when he gets that line. He really is. Right when he sees a hole, I mean, he's gone. A.J. Breger and Evan Cody on the right side of that offensive line opened it up for him. I'll tell you what, if I was that ref, this game is halted because I'm not getting up off the field. He leveled him. So kudos to that ref for getting up quick. Yeah. You don't see that every day. And, you know, we're not going to make fun of the refs because they need refs. Here's Wyatt. Hands it off to Jade Nettington around the left end. Oh, he's got room. Midfield. The 40. Back this way. Looking for a block from Terry. Gets a block and runs out of bounds at around the 27-yard line. Jade Nettington is on a mission right now, as are these Cavaliers. 27-yard line of the Tigers. Jay Neddington with three carries already, one of them going for 36, the other one right there for 28. So Cavaliers, we talked about it in pregame really. A lot of their offensive starters were all-conference. Jay Neddington uh, was first-team all-conference, and we're seeing him kind of take control of this game so far. Yeah, on offense, Cavalier first-teamers, Austin uh, Oginski, second-teamer, Alan Merva, first-team lineman, along with Evan Cody, Wyatt, first-team. Uh, also, Jay Neddington, the first-team, as you mentioned. He's lined up to the left of Wyatt Bauer here. He gets a huge hole. He's into the secondary at the 15, the 10, the 5. Fighting forward towards the end zone. Does he have it? Yes. Touchdown, Jay Nettington and the Cavaliers from 27 yards out. What a run by Jay Nettington right there. What a run. And I'll tell you what, that referee that was knocked down could have run through that hole. It was humongous. 
Merva and Yarmouth and Breed are up front doing the job. Oginski and Tony, let's give them all credit. The kick goes up by Andrew Jack, Mr. Automatic. And it's 14 to nothing. Corona leaves it here on the NFHS Video Network and Facebook Live Radio. Keep up with everything MHSAA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, video highlights, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. Looking for a score, a schedule, a story? MHSAA.com has you covered with everything you need to follow high school sports in Michigan. And it works great on mobile devices and makes tournament information even easier to find. Plus, get all of the feature stories and final recaps right on the front page. Check out MHSAA.com. That's MHSAA.com. Ted, you got a feeling that after tonight, a lot of people are going to be heading to that website, seeing how the playoff points and prediction brackets are going to shake out. Oh, yeah. And you know, by the way, we'll be right back here on the radio next Friday night. Armada at the Cavaliers' home here in Nicanese Field. Looking forward to that one. We got to finish this one out. Yeah, but front off to a great start. Here's the kick. There's a long way to go in this one. Andrew Jack kicks it all the way out of the end zone. I'll say one thing too, Casey. You just should point out. We talked a little bit about the wind, and that is going to be a factor here. Right now, it's behind the Cavaliers. Benton will have the wind at their back in that second quarter. Yeah, that kick sailed about five yards out of the end zone. That was a bullet. Yeah. We should also tell you last night some of the scores we had in the crossovers. Goodrich down Linden. 42 to 7. It was Lake Fenton over Flushing, 38-37. That must have been a whale of a game. Brandon down Kersley, 27 to 14. The Owasso Trojans picked up a big win as the Patrick Boys ran wild, 36 to 20. Liam had three interceptions and Hoyt had a huge game with 200 yards rushing. And then the only loss by the Stars was Clio losing to Holly, 55-16. Here's Noah Dotson. Steps back to throw, getting some pressure. He's sacked at the five. Coming through like a bullet was Dane Zeman. His brother playing football up north, I think, for Michigan Tech, doesn't yep. he? And there's a big matchup Porter. game up there, the Miter, Minor Bowl. I think they're playing Northern tomorrow, or actually today. I think the game's probably over with, but boy, Dane having a fantastic season here. Came into the game with 57 tackles and two tackles for losses. Make that three now. Big sack. 2.35 to go in the first quarter. 14 nothing for runner. You know, I've been looking forward to this game for a while, Casey. Now, this, is, this is fun. We're having fun with this one. Dotson, a quarterback draw, trying to get out of trouble. Breaks one tackle and is brought down just shy of the 10-yard line. they got to get to the 20. Jay Deddington, the first one there for Corona. Our friend Brandon Green here for ABC 12. You'll be able to see video of on fourth and short. Almost like they knew they were going to have to score touchdowns to keep in this game. Yeah, I think that's a really, you know, in high school, you know, you hear about college kickers. kickers. Right. High school is hard enough. One is fortunate enough to have a real good one. Dotson, back to throw. Has a little bit of time. Now flushed out of the pocket and is going to be sacked. Looks like big Evan Cody's to bring him down. Real close to a safety. Looks like he struck down right at about the one. Right now, Fenton is reeling. Two sacks right there on that drive for the Cavaliers. One of them backed him up 15 yards, and that one right there backs him up nine yards. So, man, that defensive line for the Cavaliers really showing out here tonight early. Yeah. I hope you're all enjoying this wherever you're listening tonight. If you're 
following on Facebook Live, the Three Point Podcast Facebook Live. Send some comments. Let us know where you're listening in from. Shout out to my cousin Josh listening in Arizona. He wants to note, Ted, it was Nate Hackett on Hard Knocks who came up with the gold zone. Ah, okay, good for Josh. Thanks. But it was Minnesota's Vikings, right? <laughs> Wasn't it? Jets. Oh, Jets. That's what it was, Hard Knocks. Thanks, Josh. What do I know? I'm old. Oh, too late getting a player in there. I think Fenton's going to get either a timeout or a penalty. If they take, oh, they took the timeout. Heck, I would have taken the penalty. It's only been about two inches. So, first timeout for Fenton. They trail Coronas 14 to nothing here with under a minute to go in the first. Injury prevention along with proper identification and management of athletic injuries and illness are key components to safe sport participation. Certified athletic trainers are licensed healthcare providers working with many high schools across Michigan to help reduce this risk. Please check out atyourownrisk.org to see how they work in this role. That's atyourownrisk.org. There's always help wanted when it comes to high school game officials. Every year, over 1,000 new officials are needed. Officiating is a great way to stay in shape, stay close to the game, and so much more. Signing up is easy. To become a registered high school game official, log on to mhsaa.com. Hey, man, I wish I would have read that uh, sponsor before Jay Nettington uh, lowered the boom on one of the referees. That might have been a little more enticing, but referees are always needed here in the state of Michigan. Yeah, you got to have your head on a swivel when you're in the middle of the line there, too. So it'll be uh, Parker Isham deep here for the Cavaliers. He averages 19 yards a punt return, and the punt it will be... Keegan McCardle. Bouncer picked up by Isham at the 40. Up, up to the 30. Hit the block, the 20, the 10. He's going to go. Touchdown, the Cavaliers. Tremendous blocking by the special team. And Parker Isham would give him about a 45 yard return there, I think. Man, great blocking by the Cavaliers. I think that was Lucas Kern there on the right side, blocking the Fenton defender. That really was their only hope of stopping that kick return. And he had a nice block on him, and Parker Isham able to take that one into the end zone. Special teams getting in on the action for the Cavaliers now. 20 to nothing. So the Cavaliers get that special team TD. They'll go for the third PAT here. Colton Vila will snap it. Oh, it's high snap. Here he is. Anderjet picks it up and then takes it into the end zone himself. Heads up there. He's a very fine runner. So the Cavaliers get the two-point conversion the hard way. Things are going for his way here early. 33.9 seconds to go in the first. 22 to nothing, the Cavaliers. Nelson House Funeral Home's top goal is to serve the families in our community. The Nelson House staff are proud to serve you with integrity and compassion. Unique service representing unique lives, ensuring your loved ones receive the honor and celebration that they deserve. Servicing our area since 1880. Contact them at nelson-house.com or call at 989-723-5234. That's 989-723-5234. Ted watching Andrew Jack come off the field, he was like shaking his head a little bit. I think he was mad that the, the I didn't quite see if the snap or the kick was bobbled, but man, Kudos to him. That, that could have been a dangerous play there for for the Cavaliers, but yeah, big heads up move by the uh, the Cavalier kicker, and he did have a touchdown I think a couple of weeks ago here in backup duty at the running back position. I believe that was yeah last week last against week. Uh, Clio. Yeah, that's right. 
So he'll regain his breath and kick it off here. That right now is reeling a little bit. Andrew Jack again kicks it five yards from the back of the end zone on the touchback. It'll be the Tigers with it, trailing 22 to nothing to Corona. Corey Shook & Associates Real Estate Services is the official and exclusive realtor and broker for Three Point Podcast. Corey and her team have been providing personal exemplary service in real estate since 2004. Corey Shook & Associate Real Estate Services are total professionals helping you sell your current home or buying your dream one. Stop in at 216 West Exchange Street in Owasso. Get info online at CoreyShook.com and follow on Facebook at Corey Shook Realtor. If you are looking for honesty, ambition, and expertise, you're looking for Corey Shook and Associates Real Estate Services. Quick little pass out here to Triola. Triola has the 25, the 30, 35, 40 down the near sideline. Finally steps out of bounds. That looks like around the 42-yard line. Just a simple little swing pass out here on the near flat. Well done there by the Fenton Tigers. That'll move the chains. Stops the clock with 24.4 to go here in the first. Nice crowd here on hand tonight, Saturday night. I think, like we mentioned, maybe the only game in the state this evening. Here's the ball here. No, the quarterback keeps it himself. Front of puts a head down, misses one tackle. Fumbled the ball, and it's kicked wow. out. Man, after a nice run there by Johnson, he coughs it up. It looks like number 55 came away with it. Charlie Doyle. Well, this is the first quarter I think the Fenton Tigers would like to just put away into the back burner. The champions of the Stripes Division come in here to Corona, and the Cavaliers are not very friendly hosts right now. Right, and it really goes back to that first possession. They had a really nice drive, started yep. at about their own 30, able to get all the way into the Cavalier territory, and then on that fourth and short, and just came up a little bit before that first down marker. And now look, we're here sitting 22 to nothing with the Cavaliers across midfield again with the ball looking to score. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were literally, literally short by a couple inches. Here is Wyatt Bauer going to go for the jugular. Goes deep downfield. He has Tarek wide, wide open. Catches it at the goal line. Touchdown to Cavaliers. But we have a penalty flag. Makes this one might be coming back. Cavaliers not moving. Oh, man, what a pass and catch, though. Looks like Dane Zeman is pleading this case to the ref. It might have been a, maybe a hole, yep, uh, hole in the backfield. Big play by the Cavalier Bauer boys, though. That one is coming back, but, man, was that beautiful. <laughs> High school kids to make that kind of catch, you know, Wyatt let it loose, man. He has a heck of an arm. Both Wyatt and Tarek verbally have committed to Ryan Brady up at Saginaw Valley. And I'll tell you what, with plays like that, uh, you can see why they'll be playing on Saturdays. And Fenton in their secondary has a couple first-team all-conference and a second-team all-conference, and that's the second time we've seen Tarek Bauer just burn them getting out past the secondary. Yeah, he was way behind him. Here's Wyatt on that play action. Keeps it himself around the left. Oh, he's got him. Root. The 40. The 30. The Jets are on. The 20. The 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown. Wyatt Bauer on the last play of the first quarter. They are feeling it here at the Knicks. Bauer's second rushing touchdown of the quarter. Took that one 57 yards up over the left side. A nice hole there made by Austin Oginski and Alan Merva. And man, when you get him 
Going goes for a lot of the Cavaliers. When you get them in open field, they're gone. They're gone, yeah. I mean, he, he runs like an antelope. It's amazing. Just zip down that sideline. So they'll go for the PAT, the snap, back to Wyatt. Andrew Jett kicks this one up. Twenty-eight to nothing. Or Twenty-eight to nothing. Toronto leads it here over Fenton. Twenty-nine to nothing over Fenton. There's always help wanted when it comes to high school game officials. Every year, over 1,000 new officials are needed. Officiating is a great way to stay in shape, stay close to the game, and so much more. Signing up is easy. To become a registered high school game official, log on to MHSAA.com. That's MHSAA.com. Man, if you're fending right now, 29 nothing. What are, you, what are you thinking on this drive? You probably want to hold on to it for as long as you can. You definitely need to put some points on the board. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You know, and you, and you gotta you gotta take advantage of the win right now if you can. I mean, if you're Fenton, you're just reeling, and you gotta just try to get together and get a drive going. You know, even if you don't get points on the board, which really you do have to get, but you gotta keep the ball away from Corona right now. The way they're playing and the confidence level that they have going. So the one thing that last play did. It, forces Corona to kick it against the wind here to start the second quarter with Casey Smith. I'm Ted Patel. You know, we're kind of donating our time tonight, but if you hear our three-point podcast advertisers, definitely give them a shout-out. Tell them that you uh, you appreciate uh, appreciate this game tonight. They're making all of this possible. Absolutely. So it'll be Andrew Jack to kick it off. Short one towards the far sideline. It's fielded by one of the up guys at the 32, brings it up across the 35, and then finally brought it down around the 40. So they'll have it in good field position here. They'll take a look at some of the state rankings in Division I, Belleville, number one, Division two, Warren de La Salle, five and two. They play a tough schedule, though. The opponent for Fenton next week, number one, Mason in Division three. Whitehall is the Division Four leader. And in Division Five, the two teams ahead of Corona coming in number three, the two Grand Rapids Catholic schools, Grand Rapids West Catholic and Grand Rapids Catholic Central. West is ranked number one. Here's Noah Dotson out of the shotgun. Hands it off up the middle. Nothing there oh, at Merva. all. Alan Merva just dialed right in. And I'll say one thing, Casey. If this trend continues and Fenton is forced to go to the airwaves primarily, that's not a recipe you really want to deal with. This, this Cavalier secondary is as good as any at this level. Right. They have speed all over the place in that secondary with Tarek Bauer, Bryce Eddington out there. And, man, Fenton, Fenton has their hands full right now here. Noah Dotson takes a snap, rolls to his right, has a little time this time. Looked like there was a hold. The referee agrees. A couple flags. Finally, they throw it downfield. They have a man open. Knocked away as Carrick had good closing speed. What, are they calling a pass interference there? you got to be kidding me. Steve Herrick says, get real. From our vantage point up here, it looks like Tarek had his head turned, went for the ball. Yeah, knocked away. it away, but it's going to be off. Looks like offsetting penalties after a all said and run. It was an obvious hold down at the other end. Coach Herrick definitely not happy. So they all offset. Fans not too happy with that one. 
Not sure what the what the video feed would have said, but hey, we'll give the refs a break there. We'll play it all over again. Second down and about 13. That will bring number 19 out this way, Owen Mueller. They'll send a wide out the other way. They'll have a couple players be a slot over here on this side. Noah, Noah Dotson takes the shotgun snap. We'll run the option to the left. Dished it off just in time. A very nice looking play, and it's going to be close to first down yardage on the option with the left hand. Yeah, that pitch to Jake Nichols there, like you said, right in time as he had, uh, it looked like Merva right there, ready to make that hit on the quarterback. Pitched it right in time and able to make it third and a little bit more manageable here. Yeah, with the left hand too. Pretty much in four down territory, I think, if they don't get it here. Third down and a couple. Benton with the ball. Noah Dodson out of the shotgun, takes a snap, hands it off. Oh, man, the Cavaliers read that all the way. Now lost on that try. That was Nichols that time, and he lost at least two or three. So you stay in four-down territory now, fourth and five. I say, yeah. I think you have to. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing going their way at all here. The only other thing you could do is possibly quick kick it, but, man, you're already down 29 to nothing. You almost have to let it all hang out right here. They have the backfield empty. Three wideouts on this side. Here's the snap. They're throwing a pass over the middle. It's caught. Nicely done. Called in by Ben Triola. Boy, Noah Dodson had nobody back there to protect him. He just took the snap and fired it off and just enough for the first down. Good play there by the Fenton Tigers. Good job of Triola to get have the awareness to get past the first down marker and then just sit right where he needed to. So that'll um, move the chains. They'll have the ball in Corona territory at the 49. Clock moving here in this second quarter, 9.35 to go. Dotson hands it off this time. And Nichols trying to get around the left end. Good pursuit again by the Cavaliers. Looked like that was Bryce Eddington coming up quickly along with Evan Cody from the interior. A couple yards lost there. Second down and 12. It goes back into Fenton territory. Cavaliers doing a really good job of stopping the run so far here. Yeah, they have. You know, we've, we talked with Steve Herrick on the three-point podcast a couple weeks ago and really talked about all aspects of this team and talked a big time about the line, both offensively and defensively, doing a nice job. Here comes a blitz by Isham. Passes up and then dropped and intercepted by Corona over on that far sideline on the tip drill. Braden Anderjack with the interception. Tipped up in the air and he gets the pick. Great awareness there by Anderjack. I think I couldn't quite tell who caught that for Fenton, but he tried to turn and run with it. And I think they just collided at the right moment and the ball got transferred over to Anderjack. Yeah. He kind of looked down. Started running a little bit, and, man, Fenton cannot catch in any breaks on offense. It just popped up, and Andrew Jack with the interception, and Crona again goes and gets the ball offensively. Man, how impressive has this Cavalier team been? I mean, they're, you know, they're close to being able to get the clock running again for an eighth straight time. They've ran 12 plays and have four touchdowns. Yeah, so it will be... Wyatt Bauer with the controls here for the Cavaliers. Takes the snap out of the gun, hands it off. Here's 
Jaden Eddington to midfield. So if you're Corona right now, Casey, I mean, clock is your friend, you know, keep it on the ground if you can, grind out a few first downs. Clock is your friend, but also your MO, you know, their identity is quick lightning strike attack. So really they can kind of pick their poison with how they choose to close out these eight minutes, see if they want to, you know, kind of chunk up some yards on the ground or, you know, they're one quick strike to Tarek Bauer yep. away from, you know, giving this one into running clock territory. Sully Martin was in the game for that play, comes out. One of the Bauer's cousins. Here's Wyatt around the right end. Stiff arms a man and run out of bounds just shy of the first down. He'll bring up third down and short. I think that was Cooper Steves over there. So it will be third down. Looks like they marked him out of bounds right around the 45-yard line there of Fenton. We're going to send a wide out over here this way, Lucas Curran. They're going right to left, wearing the black uniforms. There's a dive play up the middle. Parker Isham has first down yardage and more. Great block by Dane Zeman. Got up into that second area of the field and just able to seal off him, and Isham was able to take that one up. Second team all-leaguer for the Cavaliers. They will honor all the all-leaguers at halftime here this evening. We'll let you listen to the PA man. Cameron Nellis with the announcements and then also let you listen to the Cavalier band at the half while we regroup. We just had an encroachment penalty on Fenton. So five free yards there for the Cavaliers brings up first down and five. Seven minutes and 50 seconds to go here in the first half. It has been a dominating performance by the Cavaliers. We've said that a lot this year. <laughs> Wyatt Bauer takes a snap. Oh, it's on the field. Bauer comes backward. He was riding Isham that time. Looked like Wyatt maybe was going to pull it out and got caught on the hip. That happens once in a while. Wyatt was fortunate to come back and get the ball. So a loss on the play. And a good job of just falling on it and yes. being okay with it. A lot of times you'll see someone pick it up and try to do more with it, and then, then they end up either fumbling it or going back even further. But a good job of just knowing the situation. Falling on it. Everything's okay. Only a second and 12 here for the Cavaliers. As my uh, granddaughter Parker would say, calm down now. <laughs> Here's a pass out here to Jade Nettington. Little spin move after he catches it. Has the 30. The 20. He's on the sideline. At the 10. Knocked out of bounds at about the 5. So they'll officially put it down at the seven, and this Cavalier juggernaut continues. Lampta was in on that tackle to force him out of bounds. 29 to nothing, Corona. We're nearing the midway point of this second quarter. Coming in the game, Bryce Eddington with the play call. He'll go on the far side of the field. He'll join Tarek Bauer. We hear on the near side, Lucas Curran. You're going right to left. Wyatt takes it. Hands it off to Parker Isham up the middle. Gets to the five, maybe to the four. Brought down there. Bill Lampka and Braden Weisbart. They got a, their goal line defense and their big number 77, Caden Long. 
Looks like he's about six foot eight. Lines up on the interior. He is a big man out there. And one of the stories was coming into this game, you know, Fenton with a sizable defensive and offensive line, something that Crenner really hasn't run up against so far this right. year. And so far, Cavaliers are holding their own and then some. Power sends a man in motion. He gets the pitch. That's Tarek. He has the jet sweep around the right end. He's got the corner. He's got the six. Tarek Bauer takes it in from four yards down. Another touchdown for the Cavaliers. I don't know what you do if you're a defensive coordinator against Corona. I mean, they have so many options on offense to go to from Tarek Bauer we saw right there, Jaden Eddington with a touchdown run earlier, Bryce Eddington, we talked about him, Wyatt Bauer, Lucas Curran, Dane Zeman, Caden Cowdery, all of these options they have on offense, it just gives you headaches if you're a defensive coordinator. It makes it that much more difficult to plan, to prep, and then when you get in the moment and it's happening all at once, it just can be chaotic. Man. 36 to nothing on the Ander Jack PAT in Corona. Feeling it right now, ladies and gentlemen. Listeners, make sure you check out the Three Point Podcast with three guys, all former Corona Cavaliers, Matt Burns of ESPN, Ted Patel of Z92.5, and Jared Patel of Valley Sports Detroit. Previous guests include ESPN's Ryan McGee, Ferris State head football coach Tony Anise, John Feinstein, Mark Farner, Andy Ager of Valley Sports, Barstool's Chris Castellani, Lions radio play-by-play man Dan Miller, and I believe you just had Steve Herrick on the other night, right? Or the other week. Yeah, we have a little special segment every week, the Prep Spotlight, brought to everybody by Jacobs Insurance Agency. And we either interview coaches or some players or media types. And, yeah, Coach Herrick, we had a really fun, pretty in-depth interview, I thought, with him. Found out some things myself that uh, I, di I didn't know before. That's one of the nice things about podcasting. You, know, you can get into a lot of different things. Yeah, that was a great interview. And you can find that anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or TuneIn. And they also have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh-oh, here's a kickoff return coming this way. The ball carrier, the man, brings it upfield, number 19, with a good return that time. That was Owen Mueller. Finally run out of bounds in Corona territory. So finally, Benton gets a little good news. We're midway through this second quarter. 36 to nothing, Corona here on this Saturday night special. So it'll be Fenton, see if they can do something here before the half. Here's the handoff, the running back up the middle, has a little bit of a hole, has some room, trying to get around the right side. It was uh, number eight for the Cavaliers, Caden Powdery, trying to bring him down, but good run that time by Jake Nichols. Dane Zeman in on the tackle finally for the Cavaliers. Fenton throwing no signs of giving up. Absolutely not. Well, they didn't win their division by lack of effort. That is for darn sure, and it's a talented team, but they are stunned right now. Looks like Dane Zeman for the Cavaliers on the field. Well, hopefully that's just a cramp. The medical staff comes out to take a look at him. He gets up, coming off the field under his own power, which is a real good sign. So we'll regroup here a little bit, Casey. I mean, did you expect this at all coming in, or were you supremely confident? <laughs> I didn't expect this. I mean, this is the second game in three weeks for the Cavaliers where all of the hype has been around them, thinking it was going to be a shootout, a dogfight, a close nail-biter, thinking back a couple weeks ago to Goodrich, and we're seeing the same result. Yeah. 
but it says a lot. Really, you start with the parents, then the coaches, and then the kids themselves, especially the seniors, keeping this group together. They came into this season on a mission, especially the 12th graders. As sophomores, they had a taste of a deep playoff run, losing a tight one over there in the thumb. Here's a pass. A man so open, he's going to get an easy touchdown. Christian Kilpatrick, but there is a penalty flag. Oh, my goodness. I mean, definitely a mix-up in the Cavaliers' secondary as Kilpatrick. You couldn't be any wide open, more wide open than that. The only, the only question was, is he going to drop it because he was so open? But they had an illegal man downfield because of that scramble. So, man, a lucky break for the Cavaliers and just an awful break for Fenton. That's a play yeah. where you can, you know, even though it's 36 to nothing, you still put points on the board, you still prove you can move down the field and score, and to have that negated by a penalty just makes it that much worse. Yeah, that's a killer, man. <laughs> You're right, he was wide open. Have you ever seen anybody that wide open? <laughs> I honestly didn't even see him down there. <laughs> Me neither until I saw I the was quarterback like, was going to throw that way. I was like, where is this going? Oh, he's wide open. So after all that, it's first and 15, the ball at the 35-yard line of Corona. Here's the option play. The quarterback will keep it. He might have fumbled it again. No, he's just stood up in the line, didn't gain anything. First one there. Boy, he's having a heck of a game in the trenches. Big Allen Merva, six foot two, 245-pound junior, having himself a game here. And that's something that uh, the Power Boys have talked about as well. In, in some of their interviews, I saw a podcast that they were interviewed on. Uh, you know, this junior class, they really have been impressed, and they really have helped out this senior class. Yeah, it's been a whole team effort, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders here for the Cavaliers. Clock moving, 440 to go here in the first half. Second down and 14, and we got a whistle. I think we're going to get a Fenton timeout as they were running out of time. So they call their second T.O. They trail it 36 to nothing here on the Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network. Memorial Healthcare's Wellness Center includes locker rooms, private showers, steam rooms, a sauna, a lap pool, and more, including a raised track for walking and running with views of the entire Memorial Campus and surrounding area. Get a jump on your fitness goals with the limited offer winter membership sale, up to 15% off your membership. Also, check out the swimming lessons for kids with two lessons per week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, through the month of October. Memorial Healthcare's Wellness Center, the official fitness facility of Three Point Podcast. For more details, go online at www.memorialhealthcare.org. Ted, you have followed Corona for every game this season. Yeah. If you're to put you in the other team's shoes, how would you go about stopping the Cavaliers? I mean, you, you've been calling football games for 40 years. You were a great high school player yourself. Uh, just a tremendous amount of knowledge. What would be your take, really? I'm, I'm kind of just sitting here, like, perplexed almost at how to, how to attack this Cavalier offense. Let me think about that question for one second here as we had a play coming up. It'll be uh, Dotson out of the shotgun. He has a running back each side. Here's the snap. Steps back, looking to throw. Flushed out a little bit. Comes to his right. Corona comes up, puts a hard hit on him. They have a man open downfield who catches it. Stepped out of bounds. The referee did see it. But again, they had a man downfield. The Cavaliers are coming up so quickly in the secondary that there are some openings out there. Now, to answer your question, how would I attack Corona right now? I, I guess you almost have to stick to your game plan and really rally the troops defensively. But to tell you the truth, this is as good a team. You know, I go back to the 76 team which was undefeated 9-0. and 
Uh, the 2002 team, also a tremendous team. You know, I, I go back to Dave Harvey when he played. There's been some good football here. If this team is the closest to the 76 team, may even have them. You know, we'll see what the rest of the year has. But they are loaded pretty much every position. It's going to be very tough to deal with them for sure. Here is Fenton with the ball. The ball carrier has some room around the left end. Coming up quickly is Bryce Eddington. And the ball carrier, Jake Nichols, that time had a little bit of daylight, but Eddington closed it in a hurry. Yeah, it's really hard for a runner going against the Cavalier defense because they're so big up front that you bounce it outside, and then their secondary is so fast that by the time you get outside past the lineman, you have... Like we saw right there, Eddington waiting, Tarek Bauer, Wyatt Bauer in the backfield. It just really creates problems for the run game. Yeah, I, I think really if you have any gimmick plays, you got to really be thinking about them like a halfback option pass, a flea flicker. You know, those are the type of plays. Why waste them? You know, why hold on to them? Right. Because you really got to get a little momentum if you can. Second down and seven. Ball at the nine-yard line of Corona. Looks like we had a little movement in the slot over on the far side there. Looks like Ben Triola maybe hitched the leg just a little bit before the snap. So five-yard walk up in the depth. Definitely a mental error to happen, you know, when you get in this kind of situation. Cool feature here at Nick and East Athletic Field. The referees are mic'd up. So I love to hear that. their calls. That's the second time I've seen that here. It, it helps everybody. So it'll be second down and 12. Benton with the ball. Here's the snap. Quarterback has some time. Flushed out of the pocket. Here comes Eddington. They have a man in the end zone. Knocked away last second. Bryce Eddington came from nowhere to knock that one away. Just barely got a fingertip on it. That was going to be six for the Tigers if he didn't come in there and make that saving tip. You know, they have made a few adjustments here offensively. The quarterback has had some time here recently. The offensive line has stepped it up a little bit here, and they're bringing him out of the pocket a little bit, using some of his athletic ability. Dotson came into the game with 21 touchdowns, over 1,200 yards passing. You can see he's quality. He's currently 6 for 9 right now with a couple of big plays downfield, two of them going for over 25 yards, but it's been these issues getting close to the red zone, or the gold zone, as you call it, yeah. trying to score. The penalties have hurt him. Here's a, oh, he dances away from trouble there, but Crud is going to run him down. Looks like that was Dane Zeman in on the hit. Dane Zeman sitting him down. So brings up fourth down and 12. Eddington comes out. Is that number 22? Looks like that's Minton. Yeah, Minton out of the ball game right now. Looks like he's holding his right wrist a little bit. Big fourth down play coming up here for the Tigers. Will they go for the six or maybe attempt to put three points up on the board? Looks like they're going to keep their offense out there. Three minutes to go in the half. Cavaliers held them earlier in the game. It really turned the tide. Cavs were holding on to a 7 nothing lead at that time. Here is Dotson back to throw, getting some pressure. Oh, he's going deep. Finally throws one against the green, and it's dropped. And Crona's going to get it back. Now that time, Dotson was running for his life, so the ball's turned over on downs. I see some of the Flint Metro League Conference All-Stars over lined up on the other side of the field for our halftime festivities. Jacobs Insurance Agency has served Shiawassee County and the surrounding area since 1977. Just like Three Point Podcast, they've had three generations. Gary Jacobs Sr., Gary Jacobs II, Brian Jacobs, and Noah Jacobs working for you. 
Jacobs Insurance Agency is a big supporter of our area schools and our sponsor of the Prep Spotlight, with offices, offices in Waterford, Inawaso, and on 21, just west of Home Depot. Stop in or go online at jacobsinsurance.com to get a quote or get your questions answered by one of their industry pros. Insure everything, local, independent, and trusted. It's the Jacobs family working together uh -oh. to protect yours. Jacobs Insurance Agency. Wyatt Bauer just fumbled the ball and Fenton's getting it back. Oh, we got pushing and shoving. Come on, boys. Come on. Nobody needs to be kicked out of the game, either team. Cooler heads to prevail here. Fenton has the ball. Fair and square. Wyatt just put that one down on the turf. I'm not sure exactly what, uh, what caused it. So Fenton's going to get a chance now to stay away from that second half running clock. Probably is going to be, I would think at this point, offsetting unsportsmanlike penalties. And I know, you know, this, this is a feisty Cavalier team. I mean, they play with supreme confidence. They play with a chip on their shoulder. And it's hard to harness that energy, man. It really is, especially in a big game like this on Saturday night under the lights. Right. So Corona recovered. What? Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm not sure what the ref was seeing there, but he did get the calls right. The, the offsetting penalties. And let's see what Fenton can do here. Yeah, definitely a big break for the Tigers here. Yeah. 2.40 left to score. You wonder if, and there's enough time to get a first down. They have it on the 11, so. But if, the Cavaliers are like the Chiefs. If you give them even 12 seconds of time, they can turn that into six. Exactly. And again, back to the play calling. I mean, if you're down here, this may be a good time to run one of those plays like a halfback option or something. But we will see. I will say this. I am impressed with the Fenton helmets. They are very sharp. They are. They're like glowing right now. Shiny orange here, like shiny pumpkins in this <laughs> Halloween season. Noah Dotson out of the shotgun, takes a snap, hands it off. Ball carrier this time is Alver. Gets around the left end, cuts back against the green inside the 10. Nice little run that time. Bryce Eddington in on the hit for the Cavaliers. Moves the ball to the nine. We're nearing the two-minute mark here of the first half. Hope you're enjoying this one wherever you're listening. This has been all Corona, but right now, Fenton can pick up a little momentum. And keep in mind, they deferred on the opening coin toss, so they will get the ball to start the second half. Dotson takes the staff. Back to throw. Rolls to his left a little bit. Throws one up to the got end zone. Man. He's got a man open, and it's caught. Fenton on the board. Can't tell the number. Looks like that was Ben Triola on the TD. So first time we've seen, I don't know if it's some coverage breaks from the Cavaliers or miscommunication, but Benton finding some momentum here in the passing game. Yeah, no, we really haven't seen that all season long. That's a little chink in the armor here, and I'm sure Coach Herrick and his staff will definitely make some halftime adjustments on that, especially with a big lead, but big lead's a little less right now. PAT attempt coming up. Chris Dobeck will snap it. Alvord will hold it. Kick is up by Keegan McCardle, and he gets it up through the upright. So a minute 54 to go in the first half, 36-7. to 7. Corona leads it over Fenton in this Flint Metro League 
championship contest. Keep up with everything MHSAA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, video highlights, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. AZ Branding Solutions is a multimedia business in the heart of downtown Owasso, Michigan. They'll grow your brand from A to Z with the area's best in printing garments, film, and vinyl. They also offer custom embroidery service and promotional materials. AZ Branding Solutions is much more than a print shop. Spread your brand message with their expertise in web design, video production, and graphic design. They can also help you with social media and audiovisuals, including podcasting. Get more info online at info at azbiz.com and give a follow on Facebook and their other socials. Grow your brand with AZ Branding Solutions. Well, like I said, a much-needed touchdown there by Fenton. The turnover by the Cavaliers leads directly to the score. Here's a kick down to the goal line. The Cavalier deep man has it, brings it straight up the middle, puts the head down, and crosses the field to about the 25-yard line to go here. Keep in mind, Fenton only one timeout remaining. We'll see if the Cavaliers stay aggressive offensively here with the wind in their face. Cavalier band of gold lined up in the north end zone getting ready to come out and entertain the crowd after the all-league presentations are made here tonight. It's kind of a neat tradition they have here with the championship game being played on a Saturday night. I was night. just going to say that. It's a really cool atmosphere. You have a huge line of first and second team all-conference players in football going to be recognized here tonight under the lights. Cavalier marching band getting ready. Just a cool thing that the Metro League does. Here's Jaden Eddington. Oh, he fumbles it. Had a big game. It's on the field. I think Frona was fortunate enough to get the ball back. Concentration, fellas. A good job by Bryce Eddington. Jaden Eddington comes to the sidelines. Oh, darn it. And a 30-point deficit is not hard to come, or it's very hard to come back into the game. But if the other team gives you opportunities like that, we just saw a fumble in the previous possession right. before it was a fumble, that's an easy way to get back into a football game. Absolutely. And I'm sure, like I said, Coach Eric and his staff will be talking about that also at halftime. Keep your cool, hang on to the ball, take care of business. Eric Bauer goes way out on the far side of the field here. Wyatt takes a snap. Hands it off this time to Parker Isham. And I tell you, Fenton right now, you can see they're doing a concerted effort there to try and knock the football out of there because that's really one of the things defensively they need to do to get back into this one. We're down to 44 seconds to go here. Fenton has single-covered Tarek Bauer all game in the secondary. You wonder if maybe here before halftime, Cavaliers might think to maybe take a shot or just take, take this half as it was and try to run this clock out here as we're under 30 seconds. Well, this is a second down play. They could always run whatever they want and then maybe on third down with very little time launch one down. But we'll see here. Wyatt just comes up under center, hands it off to Jaden Eddington. we got a holding in the line. Jaden, oh, pulls over a man in the secondary at midfield, but this one is coming fast. Nine seconds to go with the penalty. If you're Corona, I think you just take a knee at this point. Yeah, I think they're going to get Bryce Eddington for a hole. Yeah. It definitely was some room around that right end for Jaden. So an impressive first half for the Cavaliers, leading at 36-7. to seven. Really could be more. There was a drop pick six that would have been about a 70-yarder and a couple other big plays. Tarek Bauer 
had a touchdown in the end zone, long touchdown pass that was called back. Benton had a couple opportunities as well. It's been a kind of a strange game when it comes to that. Right. Really, I mean, 36-7, That's that score is huge, but it doesn't quite feel like that. Cavaliers definitely playing the better right now, but yep. the score doesn't really tell the whole story in this first half. All right, well, they just started the clock up, so the Cavalier fans on their feet. First half is officially in the books. 36 to 7. Quickly looking at my scribbles. Cavaliers started off the scoring with 921 to go in the first and 11 yard run by Wyatt Bauer. Also in the first half, they had a 27 yard run by Jaden Eddington for a score, a 45 yard punt return by Parker Isham, a two point run by Brayden Anderjack, 57 yard run by Wyatt Bauer. Andrew Jack having a solid night tonight, not only kicking the two-point run, but he also has an interception. Tarek Bauer took one in from four yards out on the jet sweep. And then Fenton finally on the board with a Ben Triola catch from Noah Dotson just in front of the second half, or right in front of the second quarter horn. So they are on the board, and they trail Corona 36-7. And with that, we're going to let you listen to the PA announcer, Cam Nellis, and the announcement of the all-league players. There's a bunch of Cavalier players out there. I'm sure Coach Steve Herrick would rather see get them in the locker room, but that's why they're going to do it first, and then they'll go in hear the instructions. So we'll let you listen in. 36-7. to Corona leads it here over Fenton. Junior Alan Merva. 
Number 66, Junior, A.J. Breeder. And number 75, Junior, Evan Cody. And our Stars Division Coach of the Year is Coach Steve Harris of Corona. Now, here are the rest of the Stars' first-team all-conference football players. First, from Brandon, number 20, senior Drew Hickman. Number 21, senior Calvin Salas. And number 50, senior Jake DeFalco. From Goodrich, number 2, senior Easton Fifth. Number 3, junior Luke Allward. Number 9, Junior, Max Mecklum. Number 11, Junior, Landon Williams. Number 32, Junior, Gavin Valley. Number 55, Junior, Ben Senebaum. Number 74, Senior, Alexander Teneman. Number 25, Junior, Chase Burnett. And number 60, Junior, Gavin Suckup. From Lake Benton, number 14, senior J.J. LaValer. Number 22, senior Ashton Hunter. Number 33, senior Noah Hall. Number 52, junior Caden Wallace. And number 66, junior Hunter Carey. From Owasso, number 30, junior Hoyt Patrick. And number 40, Junior, Zach Rye. Less than 200 bucks. Now for the remaining strikes, first team all-conference football players. From Flushing, number 11, Senior Nathan Sanders. Number 24, Senior Aiden French. Number 56, Senior Cole Andrews. From Holly, number 22, senior Billy Lavadie. And number 23, senior Tony Simmons. From Kersley, number 3, senior Dakari Neely. From Linden, number 2, junior Drew Lurvy. Number 5, senior Michael Bush. Number 10, senior Connor Pullet. Number 58, Junior Sebastian Prim. And number 97, Senior Monte Keeler. From Sports Creek, number 3, Junior Spencer Boyd. Number 44, Senior Andrew Booth. And number 50, Junior Austin Luther. Congratulations to all of these outstanding student athletes on their accomplishments, both this season and throughout their playing careers. Let's give them one more round of applause.
Majors, is your band ready to take the field? You may take the field for your halftime performance. We are going to start our trip not far from home with this 1976 hit from nice Kiss, Detroit there. Rock City. Uh, it's Next stop takes us a little further south of Detroit, down I-94. Here is 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago.
Our next stop takes us to the Peach Stage featuring trumpet, trumpet soloist Maddie Cosine with the Ray Charles hit, Georgia On My Mind. Final collection, we've learned that you can travel the world, but nothing comes close to the Golden Coast. As our rockin' journey ends, here's Katy Perry's California Girls.
the Corona Martin Cavs would like to thank Superintendent John Patel, Administrators Ron Jacobs and Mike Ayer, Athletic Director Chris Dinas, and the Corona Board of Education for their continued support of the Corona Band. To our parents who have been involved with our journey, we would like to take this moment to thank you for your support. There have been endless hours spent making this a great experience for all band members. Lastly, the band would like to thank all teaching staff and support staff who have helped create a great teaching and learning atmosphere. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2023-24 Marching Cavaliers. Another impressive halftime here with the All-League Awards and the Cavalier Band of Gold. First half of play from Nickanee Stadium here in Corona, 36-7. The Cavaliers lead it over Benton. The Battle of the Stars and Stripes Divisions. Flint Metro League Championship on the line. The Cavaliers looking for a first championship ever. This is the fourth appearance, fourth straight appearance for Benton. They're 2-1 in their three games. So they won a couple of crowds, but this will be the first Cavalier taste of it. You now there was some talk about going to the Michigan Athletic Conference. I kind of was, I was a proponent of that, I've got to admit. But uh, this Flint Metro League does fit this Cavalier program. They do, and it's really cool some of the traditions that they have. Like you mentioned here, we just got uh, introduced. Every first and second team all-conference member for football was introduced. It's a Saturday night game under the lights. I think there were a couple, when I uh, was checking earlier at halftime, there were a couple day games yeah. uh, throughout the state, but this is the only Saturday night game here in Michigan. So they do it really cool, and, and you know, some great teams, some great history with a lot of the teams in here. So I think Corona I think Corona's, has, a, has a nice little spot here in the, in the Flint Metro League. Again, looking at the scores, Corona jumped out to a big 36 nothing lead. 11-yard touchdown run by Wyatt Bauer got it started. A 27-yard TD by Jay Neddington, followed by a... 45-yard punt return by Parker Isham. The special teams were on fire here early. Two-point run by Braden Anderjack. It was a muff snap, but he picked it up, took it into the end zone. And we had another Wyatt Bauer touchdown. It was a 57-yard run, which he was just like an antelope down that far sideline. We had an interception by Anderjack, who's having a fine game. That led to a four-yard TD run by Tarek Bauer. And then Fenton, after... Uh, Cavaliers really were looking to even put more points on the board before the end of the first half. The Cavaliers fumbled it, had a couple fumbles tonight. Some of their haven't had miscues like that all season long, but it can be expected. It led to a 12-yard pass from Noah Dotson to Ben Triola. PAT was good by McArdle, and that's where we're at right now. 36-7. Corona, how about those stats, Case? Yeah, on Corona's side of the ball, Wyatt Bauer has only thrown three passes. He's completed two of them. One of them was a 32-yard strike to Jaden Nettington that set up a, a nice touchdown run. Rushing the ball has been the name of the game for the Cavaliers. Jaden Nettington with eight carries for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Parker Isham, five carries for 30 yards. And then Wyatt Bauer, five carries, 84 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. One of them you mentioned was that 57-yard gallop across midfield. Uh, and then, uh, like I mentioned, Jay Nettington with a 32-yard catch. And then on Fenton's side of the ball, 
Uh, Dotson, their quarterback, has done a pretty nice job uh, finding the open receiver. He's 7 for 11, 108 yards, and that one touchdown late in the second quarter, uh, his main receiver has been Triola. He has four catches for 54 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, a whole half left to play. If you're fencing, you really, you know, we kind of talked about going into halftime. It is 36 to 7. That's a huge deficit. But it really doesn't feel like the game is that out of hand. They've just had a couple bad breaks. Corona is a team where you can't give them any really lucky breaks or any second chances, and they're going to make the most of it with their offense. But if you're fencing, you get the ball coming out of half, and if you can put some points on the board, if you can maybe get a stop in Corona's first offensive possession, you might be looking at a different game here into the second half. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I mean, if you're fencing, that's what you have to hope for. I mean, for crying out loud, just look at last night in college football. Colorado ahead of Stanford, 29 to nothing. And uh, Stanford come charging back in the second half. You get a few breaks and you get some momentum. You could win it in uh, regulation or overtime like they did. If you're with the Corona Cavalier coaching staff, I gotta believe there was discussion about guys hang on to the ball, guys, no silly penalties. And then I think on the coaching staff, you don't play not to lose. You keep your aggressiveness, Keep playing Cavalier football and, uh, you know, see what happens and, and lay it all out on the table. If you're Fenton, you know, they got a tall task, but it starts right here with this first drive. This is so important to take this kickoff and get points on the board because then, you know, time does become a factor. Every time the ball gets turned over back to Corona, you know, more time comes off the clock. So it, it's going to be an interesting second half of football. You know, Cavaliers had a chance to have a running clock in the second half, but they coughed it up inside their own territory, inside the 20-yard line, given Fenton the opportunity to get on the board and maybe pick up a little confidence. If Fenton wouldn't have scored that TD, I'd say pretty much this thing's over. But right now, there's still a chance for the Fenton Tigers to fight back into it. Right, and we have seen a couple of miscues from Cavaliers that has been pretty uncanny so far in this season. Then you mentioned the fumble down inside the 10-yard line. Uh, Eddington, heading into the, the, third, or the second half, rather, had a fumble that the Cavaliers ended up recovering. There's been a couple coverage breaks, left out, let some uh, Fenton wide receivers wide open. So Cavaliers not playing maybe their best football right now, but how can you really say that when it's 36-7? And then, like you mentioned, the time, Corona known for being kind of a lightning-quick offense, but they can just as easily hold on to the ball and pound it down with Jaden Nettington, Parker Isham, their running backs. We mentioned Jaden Nettington. He's over 100 yards already. You know, they're kind of multifaceted in that way where they can do a couple different things on offense. So we'll see what Fenton can come up with here. They'll get the ball first, like you said, and got to put some points on the board and hopefully put together a long drive. Well, second half action coming up here right after a couple more messages from our great Three Point Podcast boosters. If you've never followed us at Three Point Podcast, check us out on the social medias at Three Point Pod, and you can definitely follow us and listen to Three Point Podcast. It's a weekly sports and pop culture podcast. Uh, it's gotten a lot of popularity, over 280 podcasts in the last four years or so. So check us out. Please consider a donation to the ALS Association Michigan Chapter, serving people with ALS and their families since 1988. There is still no cure for Lou Gehrig's disease, and every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS. Please help in the fight against this terrible opponent. For more details, go online at alsofmichigan.org. Talking about the three-point pod, I thought it was hilarious on the last one, but it was also very cool. Jared, the young guy, 
he went way back, like episode 140, to pull out some old old Jared Goff take you had. But yeah. how cool is it that you have a podcast that you're able to go back, you know, years into your archive and right. be able to say, oh, I mean, Jared did it in kind of a mean-spirited way. He's like, oh, look how wrong you were. But it's so cool that you're able to do that. So I love listening to that podcast every week. I appreciate it. Yeah, he definitely put some time and effort into that one. <laughs> here is the kickoff by Andrew Jack. The Cavaliers have the wind at their back here in the third quarter, and we're underway. With Casey Smith, I'm Ted Patel. And we're uh, <clears throat> really happy to be here bringing you this game tonight, both on the NFHS feed and Facebook Live. And that's on our three-point podcast Facebook spot. So it'll be the 20-yard line. It'll be Fenton with the ball up front. They have Long, Peak, Prezak, Boss, and Doback. Quarterback will be Noah Dotson. And they're going to have to probably go to the air a little bit more than they really want to. Cavaliers know that. There has been some openings in that secondary. We'll see if the Cavaliers continue to come up and pursue hard and heavy. Long count. Man in motion goes away from us. It's going to be play action. QB throws one downfield. The home run ball, it's up. And Eddington knocks it away at the last minute. Just turned his shoulder just in time to knock it away and prevent the penalty. Ball was intended for Nolan Alver that time. And the quarterback, Dotson, showed good throwing motion there. He had a pretty good attempt at that one. As I mentioned earlier, 21 touchdown passes on the season, and he has five more on the ground. An excellent quarterback in this Metro League. But how do you compete with the Wyatt Bauer stats? I mean, there's no question he'll be first-team All-State in Division Five. Some of those stats you see are almost like video game stats. Absolutely. Dotson second down and ten. This time a run up the middle. Ball carrier has a room. Has some room. It's going to be brought down just shy of the first down. Could have been more. Looked like that was Dane Zeman grabbing him by the jersey that time. Third and about a yard here for the Tigers. Second half just underway, 11.33 to go here in this third quarter. Here's the handoff. The ball carrier stopped, but he just surges just over the 30-yard line, so that'll move the sticks. Hard-earned 10 yards that time for the Fenton Tigers. That was Jake Nichols on that carry. Jaden Eddington in on the tackle there along with big number 75, Evan Cody. A.J. Brieger also helping out on that hit. So Fenton with it, first and 10, ball at their own 31-yard line. Albert comes in the back, so might have had two players moving at the same time, so false start goes against the Tigers. Five-yard walk-off. Going back real quick to that Colorado game, was that? That one was, I actually stayed awake for that one. It was a little tough. I was starting to nod a little bit. Yeah, that was a crazy comeback. Incredible. I think Stanford, aren't they? Did they end up joining the ACC? Is that their future plan? Is I think it was, what, it's Washington State and Oregon State, the only two leftovers in the pack. Yeah, so, all these conferences are switching around. It's, oh, hard, it's to keep, hard to keep track of everything. Oh, the schedules are going to be a nightmare. Man, that Big Ten is definitely loaded. Here's the snap. Ball here takes a run up the left end that time. It's hauled out of bounds by Andrew Jack. That was Jake Nichols. Well, they're finding some holes right now up the middle of the line here, which they weren't earlier on. Yeah, that's that's three straight carries there for Jake Nichols, totaling a total of 24 yards. So he's finding some room. Taking on to that 36-7 lead. 
Here is the ball carrier this time. Nichols around the right end, cuts back inside. He's a shifty little runner. Looks like he's going to be close to the first down. Eddington was there and on the hip. Also, Seaman in on the tackle, but it got just enough for the first down. So they're getting uh, the first downs at about 10 yards a crack right at the moment. That ball will be put down at the 41-yard line of Fenton. Tigers with the ball. They started the second half off with it here. Cavalier defense trying to dig in. Oh, the ball fumbled, and it's Crona going to get it. Grace Eddington flew to that ball on the ground. Wow. And Dotson just took his eye off it. I think he saw Eddington coming on the blitz. He just took his eye off it, and it went down on the turf there, and Eddington just hauled it in. Well, we talked about Memorial Healthcare uh, Wellness Center earlier in the podcast. They have a 5K coming up, a go green, go blue run walk to celebrate. Saturday, October 21st, Michigan versus Michigan State. Uh, if you sign up, it is now between October 21st, the day of the event. Uh, it is only $25. It starts at the Wellness Center, and it kicks off at 9 a.m. Ted, will you be out there running? I will not. Oh. I have further duties that day. Here is Wyatt Bauer. Pass over to the sideline to Tarek. He hauls it in. Takes it inside the 30. Oh, he takes a hit in the back. Hopefully he'll be all right, but a pretty easy pass and catch there by the Bauer boys. No, but I, you know I'm a big supporter of Memorial Wellness Center. I love that place, and, uh, man, it's just it's just a real gem it is. of a gym. It's real, real state-of-the-art, the equipment, and then, you know, the people, the workers there are all very friendly. The people you meet there are all very friendly. I, I enjoy going there every morning to get my day started right. It's just a great place to work on your fitness goals as they say you know it's nice too i mean they got the nice private showers and the sauna the you know the steam room it's just awesome so second down white Bow oh we got a penalty flag white bauer goes around the left end another penalty another penalty <laughs> they're flying it's raining flags here at the nick all of a sudden as bauer got a big gain around the left end but this one's coming back might be two different penalties against corona there Cavaliers lead it 36 to 7 here on the NFHS video network presented by the MHSAA. We're not far from their tournament, which we always look forward to. And I'll tell you what, we're looking forward to it as Corona Cavalier fans, that's for sure. Absolutely. I know you got potentially a couple of uh, conflicts with your other job, your Chi-Town duties, don't you? I do. We have a, a couple shows and a couple showcases coming up out of state. We'll be in Ohio, so working with the castle, trying to figure out where I'm going to be and how I'm going to do it is, is going to be frustrating, but it's going to be worth it because, like I said, great, or like you said, rather, a great playoff schedule coming up no matter what team the castle follows. I know yep. you're going to be following Corona no matter how far they go. Yeah, unless they do a game there that uh, that weekend, you're not going to be around. We'll see. But I'll, I'll definitely be stepping in to help out, and uh, I'll be in the booth with you. You'll be doing the play-by-play -play duties for all the uh, all the playoff games on Z92.5. I'll tell you what, this is kind of fun. I hope I'm not stepping on your toes at all, grabbing the play-by-play -play deal. But this is a thrill. It's good working with you. Here's Bauer after the penalty. Sets up a screen out on the far side. He has a man open. It's Jaden Eddington. Eddington across the 25, up to about the 20. So just pass against the body that time. And again, uh, you know, Wyatt doesn't have the most over-the-shoulder delivery. That was just a nice little sidearm fling, but right on the money. It pays off with a first down there. 
That's Eddington's second catch of the game. He had one for 32, that one there for 19. So picking up some big chunk plays for him, not only on the ground, but through the air as well. Yeah, he's having a solid game without a doubt. That turnover could come back to really hurt Fenton. We'll see. Here's why it goes to the end zone, passes up, and it is off the fingertips. We're going to get a pass interference penalty to go against Fenton. I don't blame him. Sometimes you just got to grab a guy if he's open in the end zone. That was a diving attempt. Is that Dane Zeman trying to get that, or was that Tarek? Looks like it was Tarek Bauer laying out for that one. Yeah, you can tell by the long, floppy hair out of the back of the helmet. He's been relatively quiet this game. He does have a four-yard touchdown, but only two touches on the game. Well, of course, there was that long touchdown strike that got brought back by a penalty, but other than that, yeah, he's done a pretty good job of keeping him away from the football. That was really a highlight play. Wyatt to him. Wyatt threw it about 60 yards in the air. First down now for Corona. The handoff goes to Bryce Ennington around the left hand. He should be in the end zone. He just gets it into the end zone for the score. 10-yard run by Bryce Ennington. And if the PAT is good, that'll be eight straight games for the Cavaliers and a running clock. Can you imagine that? Great job by that Cavalier offensive line on the left side. Austin Oginski and Alan Merva, a couple all-conference linemen for the Cavaliers, sealed off nicely, and Bryce Eddington was able to just follow them around into the end zone relatively untouched. So, Corona draws first blood here in the second half. Looks like Tarek Bauer might be shaken up as he's coming to get some attention on the sideline. He has had a few injury issues in his couple of years playing. I don't know what they're looking at with his arm or what. Helmet is off on the bench. Andrew Jack to attempt to kick 42 to 7. Run up on top. Snap's good. The kick is up. Straight through the uprights. 43 to 7. And that is officially, they're up over 35 points in the second half, so it will be a running clock. I mean, if we get through the commercial book, Casey, we'll just start all over again, give them bonus coverage. Z92.5 is local and live with an upbeat variety of music from the 80s to now. Catch Geronimo in the morning, lunch with Lisa, and the cruise home with Kate. Z92.5 is also the longtime home of the Castle High School Game of the Week. Listen anywhere on the free app, www.z925.com. Your friends on the radio, Z92.5, the Castle. And a special shout-out to Kate. She is instrumental in helping Bart and I get on the radio on Friday nights, hanging back in the studio, making sure everything runs smoothly. Man, without her, we would just be two guys talking to ourselves with no one listening, but she does a great job of helping us out. She really does, and she also does a great job of recording the games that we're able to post the replays at our three-point podcast site. So if you happen to be at a game and you want to listen to the replay, you can find it right at three-point podcast. So the penalty was against uh, Fenton. It was walked off on the kick, so Corona will kick it from the 45-yard line here of Fenton. Andrew Jack should just drill it through the end zone from here. He does. He might kick it through the upright. <laughs> the deep man from Fenton raised his hands even. This has been an impressive performance. Andrew Jack's a great kicker. Second team all-league. I was, I was surprised at that. But uh, he has been impressive, and uh, you know, you, it's so important when you get to the playoffs. 
we've talked about it before. I mean, you got to be multifaceted. You can't just be a running team. you got to be able to throw the ball when you get to the playoffs. And when you get deep into the playoffs, a kicking game is really important. I can't tell you how many state championships games I've seen that have come down to the toe and the kick. I mean, last year's Gladwin beat Frankenmuth on right. the last and play. I, New Oakrup, when they went, right? Their, yeah. their game ended on a, on a field goal, so... Here's a stamp back. Dotson looking to throw. Throws one downfield. Oh, my goodness. He had the man open, and it's dropped. I mean, if you're Corona there, how do you let somebody get back behind you? That's not, unfortunately, not been uncommon in this game for the Cavaliers. A lot of Fenton receivers are finding open areas. Yeah, and the clock continues to run on the incomplete pass. But, you know, that's the point. I mean, when you're ahead by so many, you know they're going to have to throw the ball to get into it. I mean, you know, I'm an old guy, and I had a few interceptions back in the day, but a lot of them came in this situation. Just play center field. Don't let anybody back behind you. But I don't know if Corona plays a zone at all, either. We played fair, fair share of zone. They play a lot of man. Second down and 10. Dotson has time. Back to throw toward the far sideline. Diving attempt, but the player looked like he was out of bounds. The referee mm-hmm. does agree. I'll tell you what, Jake Nichols just saved his quarterback's life. Parker Isham came off the linebacker, came off the line untouched, and Jake Nichols flew to Dotson's rescue there, saving what would have been a crushing sack. So 7.25 to go here in the third, running clock, eight straight game. Corona has put an opponent in a running clock situation. I've never seen anything like it, ever. It's a special team. It sure is. And you, you've been to every Corona game. You've also obviously spent... All but lot, one. Remember, I had to fill in at the St. Right. John's game. <laughs> spent a lot of time in the booth and, and on the sidelines. And after this play, I have a, want your opinion on... Okay. Well, Corona runs the quarterback out of bounds. They're going to be forced to punt. Go ahead. So you obviously spent some time on the sideline. What do you notice differently about being on the sideline as opposed to being in the booth? Kind of what do you prefer? Like I imagine on the sidelines, it must be really cool. You get to hear all the action, get to hear what the coaches and players are saying. But then up here in the box, you know, you get a better view of kind of everything that's going on. I I, I really liked it. I like being down on the field. I wish we had the technology where uh, you and Bart could be up in the press box and I could be down on the field with a field mic. I think we would have a ball with that. But I did. you do notice the hitting, uh, the speed. The speed is what I really noticed down there. Here's the punt by Fenton. Down right at around the 48-yard line by the Cavaliers. Parker Eichel, so Fenton will have the ball back. First and 10, leading it to 43-7 with six minutes to go in the third. Success Group Mortgaging and Servicing is a mortgage and land contract services group. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing is focused on your success. The home financing team has over 25 years of experience and origination of all types of loans. You're not lost in the crowd like working with a mega-sized bank. For more info, go to the website at successgroupmortgage.com. That's successgroupmortgage.com. I'll tell you, it was founded by former Corona Cavalier, I guess always a Corona Cavalier, Jim Woodworth. He'll hook you up, and he is an honest dude, and he'll figure out your best opportunity when it comes to working with him. I was just going to say, two of the sponsors tonight, Corey Shook Real Estate and Jim Woodworth at Success Group Mortgage, they helped me purchase my first home just a couple of years ago. Yeah, you got a real nice setup there. Here is Bryce Huntington around the left end. He has a blocker. He has the 40. Cuts back at the 30 and uh, takes it all the way down to the 20. And, you know, at halftime we were trying to stay a little bit optimistic for Fenton, but right now, you know, 
they know. 43 to 7. I mean, they just had a punt at Tikarana. Things are not going their way right now. And, you know, no matter what you say and what you try to do to stay motivated, you see the scoreboard. And you also, when you're down in the field, Tikarana has their number. Right, yeah. It's been a tough go for things, Fenton, both offensively and defensively. Corona just having their way really right now. Good to see for the Cavaliers. I will note Tarek Bauer back on the field and yes. the far wide receiver. Yeah, he's lined up here on the near side or is he over there on the far side? Here, over here. Here is the handoff to Jaden Nennington. Big hole again. He's into the secondary. The five, the touchdown. Jaden Nennington, 22 yards out. And you can maybe put this one away for Corona. Eddington's second rushing touchdown of the game. His first one came from 27 yards out, that one from 22 yards out. Cavaliers' offensive line just continues to shine for their running backs. They're just about ready to put a 50 bone up on the board. 49-7. This is a, we've said it many times, this is a special Corona Cavalier team. Here's the kick by Andrew Jack. They have penalty flags all over the place. Another one. Boys, again, you can't say it. At this point, if you're Corona, you have to stay away from any of that mindset. Right. It's not going to do you any good. Just keep your head down. Keep your, make a play, come to the sideline, or go to the huddle. I don't know what this is going to be. Might be offsetting, but right now it's just time to keep the cooler heads. 50-7. to seven. Corona leads it here over Fenton in the Flint Metro League Championship. More live streaming of more games and more sports can be found on the MHSAA.tv website. Over 550 schools are now streaming every game at every level from their gym, stadium, and other fields with Pixelot, the NFHS Network's automated production solution. To watch live high school action from all over the state and to learn more, visit MHSAA.tv website. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's fun spot for fun spot for the best in food, drink, and entertainment. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, and pizza, along with homemade soups and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast, located on the corner of Shiawassee and N21 in Corona. I'm pretty sure they have uh, the NFHS feed up on the 10-foot screen. Today. I was just going to say, on the projector, they usually do that. That's a, Rivals is a, a great place to watch sports, whether it's high school sports, college, professional. It's a great place to eat, hang out, be with your friends, watch some sports. And... Uh, what is it, the Saturday after uh, Thanksgiving, go check out Chi-Town. Right, we usually are there. The, the tradition continues. <laughs> well, it was an illegal chop block against Corona on the PAT, so it'll be marked off here on the uh, kickoff. But, uh, man, things are... Corona, if they get another seven points on the board without Fenton scoring of the game, because clock virtually doesn't stop for anything. It's been total domination by the Cavaliers here tonight. It's been a wild game. There's been points that have been taken off the board for both teams, fumbles, which you don't normally see. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on the kids in this game. They know the eyes of the state are on them, really. I mean, all their uh, competitors from the different schools were here tonight getting their all-league awards at halftime. You know, you've got a lot of the outlayers coming to this game from the surrounding area as well, not just Corona and Fenton fans. Well, and you imagine, too, there's no other games going on, so a lot of other high school coaches and, and uh, coaching staffs are probably here right now scouting both of these right. teams as Fenton, obviously, in, in Division Three has their eyes set on a playoff run, and, and Corona, we know, do, we know they do in Division Five. so 
Thanks for a packed house here at Nick and East. Tell you, um, I think I caught wind of the fact that Saginaw Valley head coach Ryan Brady, after their game today, he was going to watch this game on NFHS tonight. So shout out to Ryan. And Ryan, I got to tell you, this Corona Cavalier team reminds me an awful lot of your 98 team that ended up winning the state championship. What a memory that was. I mean, that's probably the all-time, you know, and I'm a Corona guy, but all-time call I ever had was that state championship game where you were dominant with over 100 yards passing and running. And was that at the Silverdome? Where was, that where was, was that at the Silverdome. So they, they were still at the Silverdome then? Yeah. What After all this, the referees so finally... Let's get this. Point. It'll be a 15-yard penalty to redo the try. Oh, okay. So they're going to redo the try, taking points off the board. I'm not sure what took so long to decide that, but Andrew Jack has plenty of leg to get it again from the 25. But easier said than done. But again, Ryan, if you're watching this one, a uh, couple of your recruits playing pretty well, as always. Snap, down, Bauer puts it down, Andrew Jack. Oh, my goodness. He drilled it, but just off to the left. He had all kinds of leg. Some more extracurriculars going on down the field. A couple Fenton line or a couple Fenton players had to pull one of their teammates away as he was drawn with the Cavaliers. So I think Dave Harvey has the quote of "Make the play and go back to the huddle." Absolutely, the sage veteran Dave Harvey. 4:21 to go here in the third. 49 to seven. Nelson House Funeral Homes' top goal is to serve the families in our community. The Nelson House staff are proud to serve you with integrity and compassion. Unique service representing unique lives, ensuring your loved ones receive the honor and celebration that they deserve. Serving our area since 1880. Contact them at nelson-house.com or call 989-723-5234. That's 989-723-5234. So the PAT was no good. That's only his third miss of the season, but that was uh, like a 25-yard extra point. <laughs> Had lots of leg, and he kicks it downfield, goes into the end zone again. On the touchback, it'll be Fenton with the ball. 4.21 to go here in the third. It's been all Corona. The lone score by the was Triola. Triola's been Dotson's main receiver. He's got five catches for 54 yards on the night and that 12-yard touchdown catch. So he's been able to find some open holes in the Cavalier defense. We'll see if... They can get it to him here as this second or this third quarter rather is winding down. So first and ten, Fenton ball at the 20-yard line. Let's see if Noah Dotson can get something going here for the Tigers. Out of the shotgun, running back to his right. He'll roll to his right, looking to throw, flushed down the pocket by Jaden Eddington. Ball goes to the sidelines, incomplete. Eddington was trying to scissor his legs down. Clock will continue to run now on the incompletion with the uh, plus 35-point advantage by Corona. Well, you know, I, I kind of compared this team a little bit to uh, Chesanine. Kind of reminds me of a couple of the new Lothrop State Championship teams as well. And, you know, the thing is, when you looked at those teams, very similar to Corona. Not many weaknesses, if any. And that's what I see here with Corona. Again, got to stay healthy. You've got to get the breaks. But talent-wise... They're right there to make a run. Here is Dotson. Pass downfield. It's up. Anderjack with a tremendous play. Didn't even see the ball. Just reached back and knocked it away. Watch the receiver's eyes. Real heads-up play there by the Cavalier defensive back. Going up a guy about four inches taller than him, too. Yeah. And uh, Chaz Weddle. 
Yeah, an extending motion. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, we have, here. We have uh, I think, a poor connection all of a sudden. Probably a lot of people have hopped on their cell phones. Thank goodness it's not a tight game. Here is uh, Dotson back to throw. Throws one out this way. Tipped up in the air. And again, Andrew Jack, another good play. The clock will continue to run. 2.45 to go. 49-7. The Cavaliers. 2.35 to go, I should say, in the third quarter. So it'll be a punt here by Pat. Keegan McCardle in. First team punter in the Flint Metro League. Strikes division. Deep for the Cavaliers. Parker Isham standing right around midfield. Here's the boot. High. Kind of short. Will bounce at the 45. Comes up. Tiger bounce. Across the 50 to about the 48-yard line where it'll be Corona with it. First and 10 with the 49-7 lead. Corey Shook and Associates Real Estate Services is the official and exclusive. Corey and her team have been providing personal exemplary service. Real Associates Real Estate Services are total professionals helping you sell your current house or buying your dream home. Stop in at 216 West Exchange Street in Owasso. Get info online at CoreyShook.com and follow them on Facebook at Corey Shook Realtor for more details. If you are looking for honesty, ambition, and expertise, you're looking for Corey Shook and Associates Real Estate Service. Here's Jay Dennington, a spin move, runs over a man. Oh, he's on a mission. Has first down yardage into Fenton territory, just shy of their 40-yard line. We'll put it down at the 41. And he's well over 150 total yards from scrimmage tonight. Yeah, he's having a monster game. First team Flint Metro League, four touchdowns coming into the game. Did you say he had a couple touchdowns here tonight? He's got two tonight, yeah, both on the ground. Yeah, and he started the game off like he was on fire. Offensive line opened up some holes, but, man, he scooted through them. So Wyatt has him to the right. He's kind of a quiet passing night for Wyatt. He hasn't had to. He takes it, keeps it himself. He has all kinds of room. He's not going to get caught. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Wyatt Bauer. Man. That's one thing up here that I can see. You can see the parting of the Red Sea. You can see right when those jets turn on. Yeah. And he definitely has a set of jets. Stops the clock with 33 seconds to go here in the third right now. Toronto with 55 up on the board. And that's kind of hurry to get this play off. It's like they're going to go for two. Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Eddington gets it, gets into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Seven. Seven. Clock really run fast here in this last quarter. Now they're up 50 points. It's amazing. I, I mean, at a certain point, there's nothing really much I can I know. say. I feel like everything I'm saying is cliche. They, they're just a great football team. Yep. There's always help wanted when it comes to high school game officials. Every year, over 1,000 new officials are needed. Officiating is a great way to stay in shape, stay close to the game, and so much more. Signing up is easy. To become a registered high school game official, log on to MHSAA.com. 
Ted, if you didn't do sports broadcasting and were busy every Friday night, would you ever consider being an official? Is that something that maybe in your past life you, you would have wanted to do? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, in fact, I was an official. I, was a, I wasn't a football official, but I was probably a basketball official for 15, 20 years. Oh, wow. I mean, it helped me as a, as a single dad at the time, as another you know, part-time job. I had my real job. I had the radio, then I made some extra money refereeing, and it, it helped out a lot, you know, and if you're looking to make some extra money, definitely the MHSAA is looking for for uh, officials in all sports, you know. Absolutely, and I know at every level, too, and I, I believe that they just negotiated uh, a new contract to get even paid a little bit more money, so always looking for officials. They Really, without them, there's no high school sports. Yeah, I think I just saw something about, uh, was that, did that have to do with retired educators as well? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not quite retired yet, Casey. I mean, I'm a semi-retired guy, but I knew going into this football season, this was going to be a special Corona Cavalier uh, edition, and I wasn't going to miss this. I'm going to hand it over to you full-time in basketball, if that's all right. Goes to the sideline, Fenton gets it and takes it out of bounds right around 35. Fans, make sure you check out the Three Point Podcast. You can find them anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or at TuneIn. You can follow them also on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Three Point Pod, or send them an email at threepointpod at gmail.com. The three guys, all former Corona Cavaliers, Matt Burns of ESPN, Ted Patel of Z92.5, and Jared Patel of Bally Sports Detroit, provide local national coverage for high school, college, professional sports, often do interviews, and their prep spotlight that I look forward to listening to every week is brought to you by Jacobs Insurance. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with that. Well, we'll definitely be talking about this game and some of the other games. How about the Owasso Trojans? Big win over Sports Creek last night. They're definitely heading in the right direction for Ron Tiger. Put some points on the board too. I think it was like what was it, forty to twenty? I think I saw. Yeah. Uh, thirty-six to twenty. Thirty-six to twenty. Yep. If you happen to be watching this on Facebook Live, send us your comments where you're listening in tonight. It's very interesting when we look back at uh, all the people that tuned in. We do appreciate the support. And if you are ever in any of our sponsors' businesses, tell them that uh, you, you definitely enjoy Three Point Podcast and the extra stuff that we do. We do a lot of social media postings. Got to give Matt a lot of credit for that. Here's a home run ball downfield. Bounces off the helmet of the Fenton player. Two Cavaliers were back there, Andrew Jack and Bryce Eddington. Pretty good throw there. I was going to say, Dotson can really rip it. Yeah, that one way up. He had a really good first half at 0 for 7. So in those kind of plays, too, keep in mind that clock continues to run. In that Clio game, that second half was virtually 25 minutes. Two 12-minute quarters and about a minute of a break in between. It's like Cavaliers showing a mix of starters and some backups here yeah. on this lineup. Here's the QB, Dotson. We do have a penalty flag. He scrambles short of the first down, brought down by Dane Zeman. Zeman had himself, himself a heck of a junior campaign. He's one of those juniors that we were talking about that really added depth and talent to this Cavalier squad. Holding will be against Fenton. And keep in mind, even on penalties and the markoff, clock continues to run. It runs on timeouts. 
Well, the Cavalier fans are going to have some fun, and if you're looking for a spot to go and hang out, hang with your friends, check out Rivals. That place will be hopping tonight. I was there a couple weeks ago to try out their new menu. Ooh, they, were, they have some good food. You were part they of do. like a VIP menu tasting, weren't you? I was, yeah. Like that. Kind of a soft grand <laughs> opening. We had a good time out there. I'm trying to remember what I had. It was, uh, oh, it was uh, egg rolls. It was a special egg roll that was just absolutely de delicious. Quarterback's back to throw, looking ready, trying to throw it over here to the sideline, and incomplete. And again, more time will continue to tick. Watson was trying to find Cooper Steves over here on the near sideline, right in front of the Cavalier bench, so it falls incomplete. It is a flag holding on Fenton. Front of declines the penalty, brings up fourth down here for the Tigers. So tough night here for Jeff Setsky and his squad. And he's a, one of the real good coaches in the Flint area. <coughs> yeah, sitting at six and one on the season, they were undefeated in conference play coming into this game. And you know, even though they're Division three, they won't run into the Cavaliers again. But they're a team that I believe uh, in pregame show you said they were top five currently in, in playoff points. So. Definitely a team with some their eyes set on the postseason as this one is sent back to Parker Isham. Oh, booming punt. Huh? Yeah, they're ranked, they were ranked number eight in Division Three. But boy, how do they regroup after this loss and then take on number one Mason next week? That's right. going to be tough. Back-to-back -to -back tough games that, I mean, you hope you can put up a competitive performance against Mason. We know that they have just been rolling every team that they've played, but... It also gives you an opportunity to work on some things, you know. For example, the Cavaliers here, as good of a game as they have played, we've both mentioned that there have been some times where their secondary exposes some holes and Fenton has found some open wide receivers. So even in these games, you learn, you know, you don't just learn that, oh, yeah, we can put up 57 points. You learn some things that you need to work on. So we'll see if Steve Herrick makes that an emphasis in practice this week. Right on. Well, they, uh, Armada's coming off a pretty big win last night. I forget who they played, but they, they've had a halfway decent season, so going to be another interesting game that we'll have right here on Z90, we'll have on Z92.5 radio. Jacobs Insurance Agency has served Shiawassee County and the surrounding area since 1977. Just like Three Point Podcast, they've had three generations. Gary Jacobs, Sr., Gary Jacobs, II, Brian Jacobs, and Noah Jacobs, all working for you. Jacobs Insurance Agency is a big supporter of our area schools and our sponsor of the Prep Spotlight with offices in Waterford and in, and in Owasso on M21, just west of Home Depot. Stop in or go online to jacobsinsurance.com to get a quote or get your questions answered by one of their industry pros. Insure everything, local, independent, and trusted. It's the Jacobs family working together to protect your family. Jacobs Insurance Agency. And I don't read that ad half as good as Noah does on the <laughs> three-point pot every week. Yeah, he does do a nice job with it, and we appreciate their sponsorship along with everybody else on the three-point partnership. Well, the timeout, might have noticed clock kept running during the Cavalier timeout. Now they're going to use all the time they can here on the play clock. They're just trying to get out of here healthy now at this point. Looks like Cowdery in at quarterback. Yep. Takes the snap, hands it off. 
Ball carrier is uh, Bryce Eddington coming this way. I can't remember who they play that Cowdery came in the game. That was the Goodrich game. That was the Goodrich game. That, yeah, right. that was the Goodrich game. And that, that, that was a moment where we all were kind of, I think every Cavalier fan was holding their breath, and he threw a 16-yard strike right in the corner end zone to Bryce Eddington to kind of kickstart that Cavalier offense, and they never looked back and route to another running clock win. Well, we have another timeout for Corona. Just we'll tick off more clock, more clocks, so we'll get through our commercials here before the end of this game. Keep up with everything MHSAA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, video highlights, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. AZ Branding Solutions is a multimedia business in the heart of downtown Owasso, Michigan. They'll They'll grow your brand from A to Z, with the area's best in printing garments, film, and vinyl. They also offer custom embroidery service and promotional materials. AZ Branding Solutions is much more than a print shop. Spread your brand message with the expertise in web design, video production, and graphic design. They can also help you with your social media and audio visuals, including podcasting. Get more info online at info at azbiz.com and give them a follow on Facebook and their other socials. Grow your brand with AZ Branding Solutions. 4.09 to go here. Clock continues to tick, tick, tick. Cowdery waiting for the back judge to start his five-second count. Here he raises the hand. They'll snap at any time now. One. Okay. They were waiting until the last few seconds. Cowdery takes it, hands it off. Ball carrier stacked up at the line of scrimmage that time. No penalty flag. So that'll take even more time off. I'm not sure who this is on. Personal foul on the Tigers. So frustration's Personal definitely foul. setting in. On the defense, 15-yard penalty. That'll be enough for a first down. I think some of the fans that, uh, or some of the other schools that are here tonight, as these different varsity coats and all that, they got to be totally surprised as well, especially ones that haven't played Corona this year. Yeah, definitely opened their eyes to the speed that Corona can show on offense and defense. We're down to the final three minutes. Penalty goes against Fenton. Corona has one timeout, I believe, remaining that they can burn and use another, you know, 45, 60 seconds off the clock. They're almost at the kneel down situation right now in the victory formation. First and 10. Corona has it. They have it at their own 31-yard line. Calgary comes up under center. Eight straight running clock games for the Cavaliers this year. How deep will they go into the playoffs? Well, I think everybody's thinking Ford Field. That's the mission. Not just to get there, to win there. you got to play each game in front of you. It's a five-game stretch. One and done. you got to get it done on the field, number 213, there was a handoff. And the eight running clocks, I don't know if that's a record that MHSA keeps stats of, but I mean, that has to be, I don't know how many teams teams can say that they've they've done that in a season. I mean, it's without a doubt a record in our area. Right. There's no question about that. It's astounding, it really is. Now, Goodrich did put some points on the board to stop the running clock, but it has been running every single game. But it was ahead 35 to nothing. I think 
did Her Coach Eric call another timeout? Yeah, I called his yep. last timeout. So they are definitely now in the situation that they're going to be able to kneel this one down. So a couple more spots and we'll be all up to date. Please consider a donation to the ALS Association Michigan Chapter, serving people with ALS and their families since 1988. There is still no cure for Lou Gehrig's disease, and every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS. Please help in the fight against this terrible opponent. For more details, go online at alsofmichigan.org. Z92.5 is local and live with an upbeat variety of music from the 80s to now. Catch Geronimo in the morning, lunch with...
wide receivers to his left. It's going to be another pass play. He's looking toward the end zone. He's got Bryce Huntington again in the back. Oh, he's got it. Ran over up the top. And he got it. Touchdown. So Cowdery and Eddington connect for a long touchdown, gets brought back by a penalty. They say, you know what, we'll just take it from here again. A 16-yard strike, Caden Cowdery to Bryce Eddington, and the Cavaliers strike first there on the board here with 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. 